You're listening to Home from Undertale, released September 15, 2015, composed by Toby Fox. What's up, BG Maniacs? Welcome to another episode of BG Mania, a video game music podcast. I, of course, am your host, Brian, and joining me on the show today, it's Bedroth. Hey, man, it is Bedroth, uh, down to enjoy some good old home cooking, and especially home I wanted baking. to say baked Roth, but you're not baked. I am, but you're not. <laughs> that you are. I, I, I am not. Yeah, I'm this not. is a very interesting episode for me. I'm a very different <laughs> kind of baker. <laughs> I guess. Oh, man, you could have taken this in a totally different direction, but... I could but have. Yeah. Damn, that's okay. That's okay. Yep. It's going to be a fun, right. festive episode, but real quick, if you'd be so kind, head over to Apple Podcast or whichever app you chose and listen to us on, drops a quick rating and a review. really does help us out in terms of visibility so that this show continues to grow. And remember, we are on Patreon now as well, patreon.com forward slash RPG era. Check out our tiers, see what we're doing, and if you feel inclined, toss a couple bucks each month. If not, continuing to listen to the episodes as they upload each week works wonders as well. And of course, special shout out to current executive producers, Jexx and Zanku. So yeah, I don't, I don't remember, um how the idea for this episode came about it was last year at some point yeah it was uh, unless you remember yeah for a little bit of inside baseball uh you were telling me that sometimes baseball. you like to do uh <laughs> yeah a peek behind the curtain i guess ah, okay. um uh we uh uh, we were talking about things that kind of help help get us a little boost from time to time. You talked about oh you know, things releasing. that are like in, in tune with the season or in tune with the time of year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. on okay, uh, okay. on Netflix, the current season of the Great British Baking Show oh, is that's currently right. I airing. Think you, I think you mentioned yep. that. <laughs> 
Yep, it's it is one of my my favorites. It's not even you a guilty Kyle, pleasure, man. I think it's Kyle just and a, Lindsay like it too. Yeah, just a straight up pleasure. Um, I mean, everybody is just so nice, and all the food looks so good. And um, Paul Hollywood is, you know, he's pretty yummy. So, uh, <laughs> and, right. yeah, no, but my my wife and um, and Dusk and I actually all three of us really love watching this. Shukapow when when she was still at home watched it with us too. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's a great show. Love it so much. Nice. So from that, we have the great. BG Mania baking show. Did I say that right? Did I say that yes, weird? Yes, you did. Nope. I think it sounded just fine. In my head, that sounded so weird. Maybe I just had a stroke. Oh, well. <laughs> maybe it's just your baking. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think this will be fun, and I'm interested for you to hear a few things that I found, because I am almost fairly certain you've not heard a few things, and I'm excited about that. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure you haven't heard a few of my things, too. Yeah, looking looking ahead on your list when I was putting the info together, um, that is the case. So I'm definitely I mean, there excited. There were things on here, yeah, like I had heard of uh, most of my games before, at least heard of them, although there are a couple I had not heard of, and there's one here that's actually kind of a shout out to one of our, our listeners. <laughs> Uh oh, I know exactly which one you're talking about. I thought it was funny when I saw that on your list after you submitted these. <laughs> yep. Yep. The game won't go away. <laughs> That's funny. Um But uh yeah. The the only track actually that doesn't have an obvious tie-in to some kind of baked good is actually the track I came in with, uh, Home from Undertale. Uh, I know that you don't have as much experience with Undertale as, as my family true. and I do. Do you have any idea why I picked this track? Um, no. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I guess you could take it two different directions. Um, the, uh, the direct connection is that in this scene, you are actually in the home of Toriel, who is both your guide and the first sort of boss character that you fight in the uh, in the first part of the game but you're at her home and one of the things that she does while you're staying there is she bakes you a butterscotch cinnamon pie and that pie has become kind of iconic for uh, as a lot of things in this game have for the fan base and we have actually made um, a couple of butterscotch cinnamon pies and okay the butterscotch is really really difficult to work with but uh, the pies turn out pretty cool they're pretty good pretty good stuff the the other way I guess you could look at it is the other reason I thought this might be cool for the month of November is because here in America it's when we celebrate Thanksgiving and there is a lot of cooking and baking that goes into Thanksgiving and at it also home. has that sort of yeah at that home that homecoming feeling whether it's in your home or you go to you know a family's house Bob um, Evans or whatever <laughs> Bob Evans there you go man that's right <laughs> that's right Marie Calendar <laughs> yeah exactly um yeah P PSA for this Thanksgiving don't Sharon your Marie Calendar pie um if you don't know what that means just Google Marie Calendar and Sharon and you'll you'll find it oh no uh, okay. yeah it's a uh, uh, there, but short story is there is this lady on Facebook who posted a picture of her burnt pie and said, thanks for ruining Thanksgiving, Marie Callender. And everybody, everybody called her out because like, um, you're the one who baked the pie, lady. And her name was Sharon. So, <laughs> okay. so that became, you know, a thing when you mess something up and blame the brand. <laughs> All right, fair. I like it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So that is the reason I opened it up. And I love that track. I mean, it's got the... It's got that Undertale motif, but it's just so, like, it sounds like home. It's, it's got chill. That it's very, very chill. chill. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. Um, the plucking of the guitar is super soothing. I like this a lot. I'd heard this before, but it has been a while. 
Yeah, and like I said, the the main leitmotif from Undertale is the core melody of this song. Uh, but this song, it just like this song. If if we were to do an episode on the topic of nostalgia, this song this would, would, fit, would great. fit it. Like this, yeah, no, that's this is basically that vibe. what this song is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent, very much so. Yeah. Good opener that's though. A, thank you very much. Thank you very I don't much. know. And I don't know if it sets the tone because I really don't know the tone of this episode. What it's going to be? I think this episode could bounce around. It's definitely going to bounce around, even my tracks, but looking at yours as well. We're going to have, uh, I mean, I have no idea. Uh, you know, I actually didn't cross-reference but... to make sure none mm-hmm. of mine have been played before. I did, but I mean, looking at most of these, the only one I think might have is your your second song of the, the first block. You've definitely played something from one of those, one version of that game, but I don't know if it's this track. Okay. Um, but we'll see. I don't know if it's possible because there's no Ys on our list. How can that be? We've done ease before. What happened to the Ys? Uh, did the tab get moved? Because <laughs> I think sometimes when oh, I'm like did. clicking them, it's, I accidentally click and drag yeah, a tab. Yeah, it was N-Y-O. Okay, W-X-Y-Z. Okay. All right, there we go. Stop messing with me, Bedrock. Y. Yeah, sorry about that. Erps. Okay, no, we've not. We've played action type B from that track, but... Um, I'm seeing. I'm seeing. Okay. Yeah, no, no, we've, right. we've not played the one that I picked. So that's good. Good. All right. I think actually the one you picked, then I, I had something from this game on my short list, and it might be that. Uh, oh, nice. So, okay. Yeah, getting excited. That's the only one, though. Uh, none of these other ones were, were on my list. So Very nice. Well, I'm excited for you to hear yeah, a couple man. of them. I'm loving this. I'm, I'm ready to get into it. All right. Well, you did mention Thanksgiving, and oh, yeah. Yeah. I will say that for a significant portion of my tracks, I focused on Thanksgiving, like certain things about it or certain dishes from it. I guess I didn't necessarily stick with just baking. Um, I can totally see that. But I kind of did at the same time. So we'll begin with something just, um, and I was actually kind of shocked. I looked through all of the Animal Crossing tracks, like across all the games that we played, and I don't think we've ever played any of the Thanksgiving turkey music before, which was surprising to me because usually for the holidays, Frank and I, we hit up the series hard back in the day. So (laughs) I'm surprised we didn't, uh, (laughs) we didn't actually play one of these, but that's good. So. To begin, we'll take a listen to Turkey Day from Animal Crossing New Horizons. This released on March 20th of 2020, the famous COVID-19 game. And it was composed by a slew of people, uh, Kazumi Totaka, Yasuaki Iwata, Yumi Takahashi, Shinobu Nagata, Sayako Doi, and Masato Ahashi. Thank you. 
Coming up next, we're going to take a listen to Action Type A from Yoshi's Cookie, released July 9th, 1993, composed by Akira Satoi, Nobuyo Akuda, and Noriko Nishizaka. Closing out my first block, we're going to take a listen to Zesty's Cooking from Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door. This released on October 11th, 2004, and it was composed by Yoshito Hirano and Yuka Sujiyoko.
Coming back in, we are first talking about Turkey Day from Animal Crossing New Horizons, again released March 20th of 2020, composed by Kazumi Totaka, Yasuaki Iwata, Yumi Takahashi, Shinobu Nagata, Sayoko Doi, and Masato Ohashi. I, ah oh man, I don't know that there's anything else I could say about this game that I haven't already. I mean, I guess new listeners probably never heard me talk about this, but if you haven't, there's plenty of episodes that I'm still proud of. Um, because the audio's good. I mean, they're recent enough that I'm proud of them. I'm only, I'm really just, you know, the first 50 episodes are the only ones I'm really not proud of anymore. Even though they're still good, the audio just freaking sucks. Um, but the Animal Crossing New Horizons episodes we've done, whether they were solo episodes, or even the ones I did with Jessica in the past, like, they're all great, and there's some excellent music, and I've said a lot of great things about this series because I adore it, right? Like, Animal Crossing, I freaking love this franchise. This was the perfect COVID game, dude. Like, that's why it was so big. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And, uh, of course, also came out the same day as Doom, which it did. launched uh, a thousand memes. You know? Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> the original and... Barbenheimer, whatever that was called. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Barbenheimer. Yep. Uh, was it like uh, Animal Doom um, something Horizons, uh, Eternal Horizon, something like yeah, that? Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. But yeah, this this game was really fun. I, I, I put quite a few hours into this one. I Probably more than any other Animal Crossing, except maybe City Folk. Hundreds. Uh, I think I was about just shy of 500 hours in this game when I finally like stopped, stopped. Between between me and my kids, I'm sure we had at least that much. And uh, uh, Dusk and um, my three little ones all played this game. And, uh, you know, we, we, we turned our island into something pretty cool. We, we didn't do hardly any online uh, just because okay. we just never really got into it. But uh, we, we logged on for, for holidays for the first couple of years there and uh, for all the special events and... This is a really fun game, and this is a really fun track, dude. This, this so is super bouncy, fun. So yeah, yeah. Definite. Um, oh, dude, it's like I don't know the. Is that like? Sw- is it swing that that reminds me of? Like the the genre, and it wouldn't be swing. It would be. I don't know. For, for me, it sounds. It's it's the rhythm is not a polka, but the instrumentation is kind of. It just sounds like. Yeah, I guess not really polka. It's more like Americana. It's like just a. Just like a like a marching band almost, but um, it does have a march feel to it. But it does. It's like a swung march, I'll say. Okay, uh, so I was right, kind of when I said of, swing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't I too definitely far heard off. What you were talking about. Heard what you were talking about. It wasn't too far off. But uh, yeah, Turkey Day obviously revolving around Thanksgiving, and um, this episode was originally going to post the day before Thanksgiving. I don't know if it still will. You know, we're two episodes behind at this point, but um, it may. That's also why I didn't read comments at the beginning because there was there's been no new ones since we haven't had any episodes drop. Um, but yeah, regardless, right? Thanksgiving is technically soon as of time of recording. The 23rd. We're eight days away. Definitely so. We are. We just ordered we our food uh, today, actually, because we're <laughs> last minute. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. My uh, So my wife is making probably my least favorite Thanksgiving dish and my most favorite one. Uh, she makes green bean casserole every year, um, which is I Is that your I least or most? I don't, I don't know what okay, it is. Okay, good. Yeah, that's my that's least. That's gross. And, and mac and cheese. Man, my wife's mac and cheese is the best I've ever had. It's like so just pl- Like regular mac like, or like a baked mac and cheese? 
a baked mac and cheese. Okay, fair. That's good. And, uh, man, yeah, it's it's so good. Um, and yeah, it's you know it's going to be interesting navigating it. I think I'm just going to have smaller portions this year because of oh of yeah, because of the Beatus Blues. Um, That's right. Yeah, but I'm still. I mean. One of my favorite things is my my wife's family saves me a turkey legs, and uh, I just I love it, love it so much. So I can eat as much meat as I want. My doctor says. So. Nice, <laughs> become that meat eater that you've always desired. I guess there you go, man. There you go. But I'll have can to go eat, a little easy um, on the like desserts, like cookies. I can, yeah. I just I just gotta watch it, you know. Like I can't instead of you know a sleeve of uh, Oreos, I'll just have like two. <laughs> okay. It's it's really just I've gotten I've had to get used to portion control, which I was not good at before, and so you know it's been it's been making a making a difference, and um, but yeah, it's I can still eat stuff. I just gotta eat less. So. Okay. What about Yoshi's cookie? Um, oh yeah, I could probably eat as many Yoshi's cookies as I want. I think uh, I think those are those are fat free. <laughs> okay, fair. Carb, the, carb the free. The carb middle track cookies. there. <laughs> we listen to Little action facts, type. A. The cookies are actually made out of Yoshi's. So oh, that's that's true. <laughs> they are. That is true. They are. Uh, we are talking about action type A from Yoshi's Cookie. Again, released July 9th, nineteen ninety three. Composed by Akira Satoi, Nobuya Nobuya Akuda, and Noriko Nishizaka. Man, I struggled the first time I said those three names, and I did it again. But that's okay. You said this track was on your short list, and for very good reason. It is very good. It's very pleasant. Yeah, I'm glad I that you this. got to bring it though, because this goes really well. Like this whole block fits together really it's well. It's my and, Nintendo and, block, dude. It's actually yeah, the only Nintendo tracks we have on the show today, I think. It is. I Yeah, yeah, they are. We got a lot of indie tracks on the show we do, today. Which is surprising, because uh, Nintendo tracks do have a lot of, like, cooking, or baking, food-themed yeah, I'm actually, tracks. I'm really surprised there's nothing on here from Kirby. Yeah, Kirby's a big <laughs> one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe it was just too obvious. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I knew this had to have something. Yoshi's Cookie had to have something on the list today. So. Yeah, cookies are good for uh, Thanksgiving time. And I remember just loving this game when it first released dude like i think the entire soundtrack is pleasant we have played like one other track before on the show from this game um i think we played action type b before i think we even talked about it in earlier but um this game came out obviously in april of or i'm sorry in july of 93 I remember renting it, so it wouldn't have been that summer. It would have had to have been the summer after, because I remember playing this around, like, either the day before or the day of the 4th of July, because I distinctly remember, like, beating some of these levels before going off to see fireworks that night. (laughs) Like, that's a memory I have. From what from a cool that, memory. From uh, strictly, I don't know why. Like I don't know why I still remember that, but uh, strictly about this game is one thing I still remember about it. The one thing I, I don't remember much at, time. at all about this game. I know that it's it's a really really unique um, puzzle. Yes, yeah, which though. a lot of the Nintendo puzzle games were. Like, uh, you know, Dr. Mario, really, really kind of one of a kind, Yoshi's Cookie, Wario's Woods, which was kind of Puyo Puyo, but also had its own spin on things. Right. Um, and yeah, uh, but this was really cool. I know another game actually that fits that is uh, just Yoshi on the NES. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That was a really so. fun game where you had to like make the eggs and you could like squish enemies inside the eggs or something. Um, but yeah, that, that one that one was a lot of fun. Uh, some really catchy music on that one as well. But but yeah, this this uh, it's a short soundtrack. Uh, the it SNES is. version, but it's it's good. Yeah, stuff. We, I guess I didn't mention this is the SNES version because there is an NES and a Game Boy version of Yoshi's Cookie as well. Yep. And there's uh I don't know if it was just not released here or if it, I don't think it was released at all. There was a prototype of Yoshi's Cookie that I found on YouTube. Yeah, you were telling that me I about this. I think was for the Super Famicom and it's got a very different sounding soundtrack, but it's really cool stuff. I was going to bring something from that at one point too and he just barely missed out on it. Nice. Very nice. But yeah, this is a a fun little track that I thought would go well in my Nintendo block. I knew I wanted to have a Nintendo block. Um, after I saw your picks, right? Because you didn't have any. So I wanted to have some sort of representation from the big N. And yeah, going into the last track, I specifically brought this one because the game is being remade next year, right? And I am very excited. I think I'm... Oh, damn. I don't know if I'm more excited for the remake of this game or the remake of Super Mario RPG that comes out literally in two days from time of recording. Yeah, I think on Thanksgiving are, Day. Yeah. Um, no, the on the 16th. Thanksgiving is not Thursday. Um, oh, this Thursday. Man, yeah. I was yeah. I, I was confused for a second. That's why I <laughs> I asked you while we were listening. That, that that's that's why I asked oh, if uh, any games no. come out on Thanksgiving Day because for a second I thought that's what. You, I mean, obviously I'm not following that super close because um, I rarely buy games at launch, but. I'm excited about Mario RPG. It's one of my favorite games. More of all so time. than the it, Thousand Year my, Door remake. It, it's in my top three on for SNES RPGs with Earthbound and Chrono Trigger. Mario RPG is, but I would say I'm actually more excited for Thousand Year Door because I, as I've said a few times before on, on the show, I skipped the GameCube largely. Ah, that's and right. So I've never played Thousand Year Door. And see, I think this is the best, and I think it's largely, you know, been said, that and most people agree that popular opinion. Thousand Year Door yeah. is the best of the Paper Mario's. I think it's better than Super Mario RPG in a lot of ways. Well, I could see that. It's definitely longer. Um, but uh, the Paper Mario games and the Mario and Luigi series uh, all j owe a lot of uh, their spirit to Mario RPG. Of course. Just like the approach and the tone and, you know, the different characters coming from outside the regular Mario universe. Um, big part of that. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, it would make sense that this would have improved on, on you know, the uh, the inspiration but yeah, man, I'm excited because uh, this has never been re-released in any way. Uh, yeah. And so it's going to be it's going to be a big deal. I'm super excited. We are talking, by the way, about Zesty's Cooking from Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door, again, released on October 11th, 2004, composed by Yoshito Hirano and Yuka Sujiyoko. Again, very much like the Turkey Day track I opened this block with from New Horizons Animal Crossing. Another fun, bouncy, and this one definitely more eccentric track, especially with some of the sound effects that they put in here. But what I love about this so much is that it still sounds in a lot of the sound effects and a lot of what it is doing. It sounds like Super Mario Brothers 3 in a lot of ways, and I love that. You know, I didn't catch that when we first listened to it, but you're you're right. It does have a lot of those, you know, that that sort of tone in it. And it's this is really cool. I, I really like a lot of the music from the the Paper Mario series. Oh, yeah, um, it's really cool. It did. It did, you know, kind of go downhill as it went, especially after Super Paper Mario. But but it's really fun music. It's got a lot of personality. Very much so. And how I mean, how can you go wrong with Zesty's cooking, dude? Dude, Zesty sauce. 
Zesty sauce is dope. Oh yeah, zest. You gotta have zest, man. And not just from uh, not just gotta have the spices. Food. That's right. The spice of life that is right for sure. Spice is the spice of life for sure. Yeah, <laughs> zesty. Yeah. Whether it's on uh, whether it's on a brisket or in cake, you know, spice. You gotta have that spice. Or on bread. Or on bread. Or on bread. That's right. I mean, garlic bread's not garlic bread if it doesn't have a little oregano on top. You know. That's so. true. That's true. <laughs> and actually, you, I why didn't the hell even did you go it. so heavy that on was, bread? <laughs> I mean, I love bread. I love bread. Okay, I, I have, uh, I guess, what, three? Three of my tracks? Three um, bread yeah. tracks. <laughs> um, you can Wait, maybe argue four. Four bread tracks. <laughs> buns are not necessarily just it's bread. bread they, you know, they could it's be bread. like, you could have like, you could have sweet buns. You it's know? bread. And it's more like a, yeah, I, no idea. I mean, really, when it comes down to it, Aren't all baked goods some form of bread that are just like, you know, shaped or have slightly different ingredients in them or something? Yeah, that's <laughs> probably true. I mean, it all has flour and it all has sugar. So <laughs> there you go. But all right, I guess let's go ahead and get into it. I I didn't even think about the segue when I said uh, garlic bread has to have oregano a second ago. But oh my, no, I, I, I gave that to you, and I thought you picked in, up on it, but I guess you didn't. You you absolutely uh, subconscious. We'll we'll say my subconscious is smarter <laughs> than my conscious mind. Um, but yeah, we're gonna start my first block out with garlic bread from Bonnie's Bakery Fresh Ingredients released April 21st 2023 composed by our Sparkion <laughs> Bye. 
Coming up next, we're going to listen to Brownie Town Theme from Fat Princess, released July 30th, 2009, composed by Rob Mills.
setting up my first block, we're going to take a listen to Holland Buns from Cook Serve Delicious 3, released October 14th, 2020, and composed by Jonathan Gear. Coming back in, we are first talking about garlic bread from Bonnie's Bakery. Uh, there was a subtitle in there. Fresh ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the fresh ingredients, uh, come to find out, are actually um, people. It's like a Soylent Green yeah, or Sweetie Todd going on up in here with this cute, <laughs> cute bunny That's person. That's kind of cool. I like um, it. Yeah, yeah, it's dark. I mean, that's a kind of a holdover from our Halloween season. Yeah, <laughs> not ready but, uh, to give it up yet. Nope, not quite, not quite. But um, I mean, yeah, garlic bread, and this this sounds more French than Italian, but I don't know. Um, it's definitely got that European flair with the. Uh, I mean, it's a waltz, and it's got the accordion Melissa, and the guitar and everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Melissa, let us know. Um, maybe it's just the accordion that's making me think that. Um, but 
or, um, I guess concertina is what this actually probably is, which is, it's uh, when you think of an accordion, it's like what oh we're now plays. It looks part, like it's when got the a guitar piano comes on in, one dude, end. It just kicked in again. It's so good. Sorry to interrupt, but That's this right. guitar part the concertina is, so good. is more like it looks kind of like a slinky. It's more shaped like a cylinder and it's smaller. But yes, yeah, I, I knew when I listened to this, I knew you would like that guitar parts. And it's so they, cool. They play so well together. And uh, I don't know. It just, I mentioned while we were listening to it with my block that um, almost all my tracks sound pretty different from each other. And I really, uh, I really liked this one. It's, it's lower energy than some of my other tracks, but I had stuck around on the playlist. Uh, just the instrumentation, I think, is really what sold this one for me. I like it a whole lot. Yeah, no, I can definitely see that. I'm glad it stuck around, if only to find out that this game actually existed, because I think the concept <laughs> yeah. is kind of cool. It honestly reminds me a lot, different take, obviously, but very similar to like Cult of the Lamb. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, from from the way you described that last month, I can I can definitely hear what you're talking about there. Yeah, but um, also, I mean, the fact that this is a waltz probably gave it an edge, you know. But <laughs> this yeah, is also cool the track that I said, and once I said it, we couldn't get it out of our head. That it reminded me so much of "It's a Small World" from like Disneyland, world. Disney World. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, uh, which is is not a waltz, but if it were, it would sound really, really close to this. And oh, it would very much so. It's got, yeah, it's got the, the same sort of melodic uh, structure going on, and um, yeah, but this soundtrack <laughs> it does not sound like it's a soundtrack to a game about cannibalism, which I think is part of the intent. You know, it's it's really really earnest and uh, uh, really really just a nice soundtrack, and I think that's supposed to be juxtaposed with the the grim and gritty nature of the game. Yeah, what kind of garlic bread are you serving me on Thanksgiving, Bedroth? What is this? I don't know, man. I uh, sounds like an arm. No, it's like bone flour and uh, yeah. You know, I don't know. There's hair on this. <laughs> At least shave it there we first. Go. There we go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, garlic bread, not really a Thanksgiving staple, but, uh, but definitely definitely a baked good. I think bread and my in general. I think goods. most people have like rolls or something like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to. Some people probably have garlic bread. You got let's to. be honest. Um, I'm sure. Frank. I'm sure. Everybody Frank has, has garlic bread. Frank traditions. has garlic bread on oh, yeah. Thanksgiving. He better. He better. They're going to kick him out. But <laughs> Garlic bread yeah, and tears. Let us uh, let us know. Let us know, man. Um, <laughs> something else that I don't really uh, relate to Thanksgiving, but that I'm I'm never unhappy to see a trade. Hey, of this is, is where uh, the good kind of baked comes in. Brownies. Yeah, that's right. There you go. This is our crossover. <laughs> crossover baked good. <laughs> Brownies. Talking about Brownie Town theme from uh, a really fun little looking little game called Fat Princess. Uh, yeah, I've fun looking this. in like the aesthetic. I don't really, it, you said it was an RTS and I don't love that style, but uh, um, I think from what, from what I remember now, I actually do think I remember looking into this. Does it also have like some tower defense to it maybe? Uh, yeah, it does. Because, okay, tower defense is kind of a subgenre of RTS and um, I'm not great at those games either, but I like them better than like the, the ogre battle style of RTS. So. With each slice, she becomes heavier and harder to carry back to her respective castle. <laughs> That's fantastic. Man, this game sounds so fun. And <laughs> yeah, the fat princess there on the cover with a with a turkey leg in one hand and a piece of cake in the other hand. She is ready. She's ready for Thanksgiving, yep. dude. <laughs> she is. Yeah. Yeah, cake. I mean, some people probably have cake on Thanksgiving instead of pie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, pumpkin spice cake or something like that. 
Ooh, yeah. Uh, or, or you know, brownies. You gotta gotta bring those uh, those special brownies to Thanksgiving so everybody gets the munchies and you don't have too yeah, many leftovers. Yeah, the family has a real good time. <laughs> those are the good kind of holidays. <laughs> That's right, man. And uh, yeah, I mean, once everybody is uh, is nice and uh, nice and baked, then they're not going to argue as much about politics. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Although, yep, yep. This is a very interesting track, though, dude. Like. You mentioned that it has kind of a Baroque feel to it. It it does feel like it's dated, but it's not. But it has that feel to it. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't. It yeah, feels like, like it's ripped from a different period of time. Yeah. It and it really it does sound video gamey to me. It um uh, I I could hear this in like a like a Mickey Mouse video game. Um, it it has sort of a Disney sound to it, like we mentioned on the last track. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of that, I think, is in that glockenspiel. Uh, when I think of, of, you know, like Steamboat Willie, you think of him, you know, playing on the goat's ribs, uh, the, the, the glockenspiel sound. And um, the harpsichord, though, is what kind of gave me that Baroque sort of sort of feeling, because uh, I, I relate that to like Bach, which I don't even remember if Bach would count as Baroque. I, I'm... Um, I've have not looked into classical music deeply since I did that episode. The episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, if um uh but if if you want a kind of a fun time, this this soundtrack is also not super long. Um and it's uh it's it's got some fun stuff on it. But this was this one was um my favorite of the sort of baked goods related tracks. I was gonna say there's so. probably a couple on that soundtrack, huh? Yeah, I mean, looking at this, there, uh, yeah, I, I remember there there being some other stuff, but yeah, but you know, I, I also it was funny. I, I wanted kind of a diversity of baked goods as well, and I did not end up with one. <laughs> but the music, the music has to win the day in the end. So I guess that's true. Yeah, to an extent. And uh, I mean that that brings us to um, the the next track and. Uh, yeah, you mentioned people often have rolls at Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, you got to have your buns, uh, your buns gotta at Thanksgiving. Have the buns. And, yeah. And when it comes to preparing for Thanksgiving, you know, all the cooks are definitely hauling buns. And uh, this track was actually recommended to me by um, a friend of mine in the podcast verse, the uh, composer and arranger Volts Supreme, who we featured some stuff from on the podcast before. Uh, Cave yeah, Boy we played and a couple of other his. things. Uh, indeed, indeed. Uh, uh, Adam's Ascending. Um, I think we played a track from there at one point. But, but yeah, um, he recommended this to me. Uh, we were talking in, in my server about some stuff, and he brought this up. And I remembered he did an episode of Volt Supreme Synth VGM Dream Stream Machine podcast on this whole soundtrack. And I remember being really, really impressed with it. Like, it sounds so much better than it has any any right to. And um, this is actually one of the, the less flashy tracks on the soundtrack, but it's still, you know, it's good. It's got that, um, got a little bit of that fast paced feel, nice piano heavy track and uh, has that same sort of mood as I think my other tracks do, but faster pace. Yeah, your block went very, very well together. Like there was a nice flow here with this block. I like this track. I love this piano. It's fun. We kind of, it is, you know, we think of, uh, we can think of maybe of our blocks as like, uh, like courses, you know, in the Thanksgiving feast. Okay. Okay. We we uh, had a little bit of a little bit of an appetizer. appetizer, And then now we're getting into something a little bit more complex, you know, uh, but uh, 
still, you know, everything's gotta gotta go together, even if the food doesn't touch on the plate. You know, hopefully your your plate has some some harmony to it. You know. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Okay. Wait though. So we have two blocks left. Which block is the main course? I don't know. I guess we'll have to listen to them and find out. So what do you say? You want to go ahead and get into your uh, your second block? Because I'm excited to hear some of this stuff. Yeah, let's do that. I'm I'm interested to see what you think of this block. So the game that I am opening up with first, this this particular track name, I, I don't know if it literally just has a convoluted name for that sake or if this track is literally used in four different places in the game. I have no idea, but... To begin this block, potentially the main course, I don't know, though it includes pumpkin pie, so really that should be dessert, I would think. Honestly, this block should be dessert. I feel like we're doing dessert main course out of order, but that's okay. You know what? (laughs) Thanksgiving, you know, a lot of times you got to do that. You got to do that. It's, you know, we're we're doing desserts and this is the end of the actual meal. And then maybe, maybe my last block would be like the leftovers. (laughs) The shit that gets thrown away. (laughs) Nah, man. Nah, you don't throw away Thanksgiving leftovers. Are you crazy? That's, that's like, that's going to feed you for a week, dude. How often do you legit finish every Thanksgiving leftover? You can't tell me you don't throw half that crap away. Finish? I mean, finish? No, but, uh. But, uh, you know, you don't want to throw away, like, like the moist maker, you know, Ross's sandwich from Friends. Like, you know, his, his colleague threw that away and Ross, like, completely had a breakdown. My over it. You know, that's like... sandwich! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So we'll see. To kick off we'll this see. block, let's take a listen to Cranberry Crisis plus Crusader plus Crackdown plus Crossbow from Copy Kitty. Released April 19th, 2018, composed by Azure Lazuline.
Coming up next, we're going to take a listen to Pumpkin Pie from The Sims 3. This released on June 2nd, 2009. It was composed, I think, by Steve Jablonski and Peter A. Schlosser. I say I think because I don't know if they actually composed this. It's part of like The Sims Radio. But I do know the vocalist is Evan Taubenfeld.
closing out this block, we're going to take a listen to Primo from River City Girls 2. This released on December 1st, 2022, and was composed by Megan McDuffie. Coming back in, we are first talking about Cranberry Crisis plus Crusader plus Crackdown plus Crossbow from Copy Kitty. Again, released April 19th, 2018 and composed by Azure Lazuline. I think this sounds so sick, dude. Uh, Very much that synth wave, retro wave, just throwback vibe that I love. Um, you even mentioned while we were listening to it that you, even though you co- corrected yourself, like you, cause you said, oh, this has got that like chip sound that we haven't really had. And it does, but it also doesn't at the same time because it's more synthy, but yep. this game is clearly inspired by all of those games from the late eighties, early nineties. If you look this up on steam, like it's basically traditional NES or early SNES style of gameplay. Uh, it looks kind of fun. 
It looks kind of sick. I was thinking like GBA, actually. Oh, GBA. Um, Interesting. And maybe because I was thinking specifically of the Mega Man Zero games when I saw some of this in action. But um, I also noticed that uh, this has like the same tempo as my Fat Princess song. And it does the same thing where it goes to like distinct sections of the track. So even though the, the instruments are completely different. It reminded me of that a little bit, and and I I like it for the same reason because because it keeps changing. Um, like the more I listen to it, the more invested I am, and the more I'm really just into this track. I, I like this one a lot, dude. Especially the back half, but uh, the whole thing is great. I wonder if the four names Cranberry Crisis, Crusader, Crackdown, Crossbow have anything to do with the transitions the track goes through, like the different segments. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like maybe it's like a collection of those four tracks or something. But um, or I don't just know, like I could also see different just names this whole thing of playing. maybe things that are happening at that point. Oh yeah, maybe. Maybe I, I really don't know. I'm just kind of guessing. Yeah, I don't know. We'd have to. I guess we'd have to. We'd have to watch a playthrough to be sure. And I'm not that invested in the in the game itself, although it does have very positive reviews. It does. On, yeah, uh, on Steam. It does. Um, yeah, if, if the rest of the soundtrack is anything like this, then I'm going to have to go go dig that out. Yeah, Azure Lazuline is not somebody that I'm familiar with at all. Me neither. Me neither. While you look them up, I'll say uh, a surprising number of really uh, cool-looking cat games with really good music. Oh, they made <laughs> Copy Kitty. Oh, cool. So they... Was, I wonder if this was like a one-person team. I guess it's Maybe. possible. They also did Sun Sun Fluffs, a relaxing game of Sun discovery. Fluffs. Yeah, either that or that's what they're working on now. I guess. Maybe I don't really know. Um, I don't know. No, I think that's, that's what they're cool. working I, on now. I appreciate uh, creators that um, you know can can do all that different stuff. That's that's really impressive. But I, this, I'm I mean, gonna obviously guess though that that's probably um, their first game copy kitty well if so i mean it it looks it looks impressively good and the soundtrack seems kind of beefy as well so just uh Ooh, and yeah on. this is really nicely done this, azure uh, this lazuline also has some music uploaded from a game called another world's chaos yeah so maybe they did that too oh look there's some mario paint renditions of oh, some that's cool. on here. yeah that's neat <laughs> that's cool okay i'm gonna have to check this person out that's that's meat stuff i'm going to youtube now to look her up and look them i'm kind of assuming female just because of the aesthetic of some of this but you never know especially these days so yeah yeah you never know yeah. um so but yeah um well done azure lazuline and if you happen to hear this and you're ever interested you know to reach out you know chat chat with us i would not mind talking to you about music like this so <laughs> uh yeah, yeah this is good stuff good super stuff. super fun super cool and then in the middle we move to something very also fun i I freaking love this, dude. We listened to Pumpkin Pie from The Sims 3, again released June 2nd, 2009. Now, very fun. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Jablonski and Peter A. Schlosser are the two composers on The Sims 3. I don't know if they actually wrote this song. Again, Evan Taubenfield or Taubenfeld is the vocalist on this track, but I don't know if, if Evan's also the one that like wrote the track, too. You know what I mean? Like, I have no idea. Um, yeah, and there's know, no like but... really thing that breaks that down. So this is music that's found in one of the I think it's, it's the pop radio station of The Sims 3. Like if you're listening to the radio and playing music through it because they have okay. so many songs 
that are in this sim language that play. And this one, like I was, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious what I was doing for some of my tracks. I was searching things that have to do with foods at Thanksgiving, right? That's why I had Cranberry Crisis in Copy Kitty or Pumpkin Pie in The Sims 3. So when I stumbled on this, I listened to, dude, I fell in love with this. This is intricately crafted in terms of a like a, a song, like an actual pop radio hit would sound like with even like the instruments dropping out at the end like a lot of mainstream songs do this is kind of sick and it reminds me a lot of Avril Lavigne it does it's got that that sort of like grunge girl sound to it or post grunge girl sound to it and uh, I thought of Alanis Morissette which you know you know kind of I guess maybe dates this because um, Avril Lavigne definitely kind of followed in Alanis's footsteps and then deviated into her own, I'm her still own younger. style, but uh, yeah, definitely. You're, you're always will be, I suppose. But picking a late '90s, early 2000s, as opposed to an early '90s artist. Yep, there you go. But uh, but yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right about the the crafting of the song and the structure. This uh, is so far my my track of episode. Um, yeah, you I loved, loved this. this so much. You were dying and, during this track. Oh yeah, I was because uh, <laughs> every time I listen to Simlish. Especially in one of these really earnest, you know, deliveries. It just the juxtaposition of the really, really well done music and the nonsense language just gets me every time. I could not <laughs> stop giggling while we were listening to this track. And I really hope it was like that out there for some of y'all because man, this track is just a gift. <laughs> it's so when the good. guitar solo kicks in, oh it's so good. It is, man. Like, yeah, this was taking me back to, like, high school and college and listening to stuff like this. Uh, here, just hearing it on the radio, you know? And uh, I'm also, I'm really glad we got some pie uh, representation on absolutely. the episode today. Uh, you yeah, gotta have pumpkin that. pumpkin pie, absolutely. A little, little whipped cream. So do you, do you like, do you like pumpkin pie? That's my favorite kind of pie on Thanksgiving. Cool. I'm a, I'm a pecan pie guy myself, okay. but... I will say um, I like pumpkin pie. I love my wife's, uh, it's actually my wife's step-grandmother, her stepmom's mother, um, but really it's it's Mima in the family, makes the best pumpkin pie ever. Um, first Shout of all, there's a layer, there's a layer of, um, of like heavy whipped cream underneath the pumpkin and the pumpkin itself is also whipped with the cream. And so it's just really light and really flavorful, and it's it's almost like pumpkin cheesecake, but okay. like whipped cheesecake. It's I don't know. It's it's just really good. And so uh, now, whenever I I eat that, I'm gonna think of this song, and I'm gonna be just in my happy place. Hell yeah, man! <laughs> That's what you should be doing. <laughs> this is basically chill out. What you waiting for? Lay back. <laughs> Dude, that's what this is. Yeah, no, that's totally, it's the same. What song is that by Avril Lavigne? That's complicated. Th that's complicated. It's yeah. Uh, same, I, I, similar chord progression, definitely. This is more rockin' than that, but. I don't know, um, dude. I mean, complicated gets, uh, it gets um, kind of loud, but I feel like this has a faster tempo, but. Uh, I don't know, dude. I think it's pretty and also, spot on. I feel on. like complicated. Complicated has a little bit, a slightly darker tone to it than this. Uh, it's complicated is more. It's more angsty, and this song is just like this song is just happy. <laughs> complicated didn't have the guitars. Uh, no, it didn't. Okay, nah, I was gonna say it didn't. It didn't. Have, was there was some. Yeah. There was some vamping, but it didn't have like the yeah. Shredding. Yeah, I had to check. I had to check. But no, that is what that is the song that this reminds me of. Actually, okay, hundred percent. Okay, all right. Well. 
between the two of them, as excellent as complicated is, I, I, I like this more. <laughs> okay, fair. And uh, um, also shout out to uh, uh, I mean, complicated is a is a great song. It's a it's a classic. It's an iconic song for a reason. But shout out to Weird Al and his uh, his parody uh, called a complicated song. Which if you haven't heard, I'm not going to ruin it for you. Uh, some some of the the parody lines are going to be obvious, but you got to go check it out because it. <laughs> It's a uh, it's a song that definitely goes places. Weird Al, a complicated song is the title, and it's it's wonderful. But uh, uh, but yeah, man, um, I love this block too. Before you get to your third one, I gotta say you were absolutely right. This block is it it's it's dessert in every way. It was yeah, so that's why I was enjoyable. like, I feel like this one's probably more dessert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And um, you know your your next one is from one of my favorite modern artists. So, yeah, uh, you adore Megan McDuffie. We listen to Primo. I do too. Uh, we listen to Primo from River City Girls Two, released December first, twenty twenty two. Again, Megan McDuffie. Uh, I showed you how this applies because Primo is a boss that you fight in River City Girls Two, and his fight is set up like a cooking show that you would watch on TV, like we talked about at the start of the show, right? The the Great British Bake Off, whatever. So yeah, the, you, you're doing yeah. the fight, and then once he reaches like seventy, well, I guess it would be sixty six percent health. It transitions to a cutscene where one of the girls is talking and like going over what they talked about in like the first course or whatever. And then you get him down to 33% health and the other girl comes in and starts talking about like the second course and cut, getting ready for dessert. It's it's super fun, dude. In the entire fight, like he's throwing knives at you and different things from the kitchen. Meanwhile, there's like those salsa dancers in their red dresses spinning around trying to attack you. Yep. It's so fun, <laughs> but it's such a vibe. And it's like, so I played through this after it came out in December of last year. I played it, I think, before the end of the year. Maybe it was actually beginning of this year. because I think I do have it on my 2023 list. Um, but you and I obviously had already talked about doing this episode this year. We had it on the calendar. As soon as I got to this boss fight, I instantly saved the track. And I've had it ever since. This is wonderful. Uh, I love it. Of course, I love a good Latin song. And this We always is, have such uh, the spread on these episodes in terms of like genres and we really do. sounds. When it's, when that's it's like, one of the that's random, like one of the random staples topics. now. If we don't have that, I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you're in for more. And my, my last block, it's, it's very <laughs> diverse. And um, but this is, ah, man, I just um, love it so much. Definitely Primo has that reality food star uh, feel to him. Um, I do have to mention you said Great British Bake Off, which we can't call it that in the States because Bake Off is like a trademark uh, related oh, well, to shit, something I don't else. Know. That's why in the States they have to, I know you don't, but then um, this is uh, for this is for everybody's information. Yeah, I'm, I'm nerding out on this. Uh, it is called the Great British Bake Off in England, but or in the UK, but over here they had to call it the Great British Baking Show and they have to like, like redub at the intro where they say, welcome to the Great British Baking Show. They have to redo it. <laughs> When they air it over here, that's and crazy. I thought that was I thought that was funny. Yeah, yeah. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, this is uh, this is this is really great, and I'm really glad we got some Megan on the episode. Fantastic block, dude. This was uh, really really good stuff. I'm glad you enjoyed it. This was the block that I was most excited for you to hear. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. 
Well, I am excited for you to hear my next block. And, Me too. Uh, I'm liking this first one because it's back-to-back weeks of this guy, and that's kind of cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we got some got some Commodore 64 here, and uh, yeah, this is a really, really cool track. I think you're going to enjoy it. Starting off my second block, we're going to listen to Game Intro from Comic Bakery, released sometime in 1984 and composed by one of the original masters, Martin Galway. Coming up next, we're going to listen to Sliced Bread from Boomerang Foo, released August 13, 2020, composed by Paul Kopetko, Zorsi, and Marski. Mm-hmm. 
closing out my second block, we're going to listen to Oliver, age 24, I Am Bread, from I Am Bread, released April 9th, 2015, composed by Black Heron, featuring Oliver, age 24. From uh, a real emotional roller coaster of a set of songs, we're listening first to <laughs> Comic Bakery from 1984s. Yeah, I'm, I was speculating with you while we were listening to this. This might be the oldest track we've ever played on BG Mania. I think it's one of the oldest pieces of BGM that I'm familiar in with. In general, I think the only <laughs> older BGM that I have ever played on anything is uh, I played something from. Uh, I think it was called Super Locomotive, which came out in 1980, and it features a chiptune version of a song by Yellow Magic Orchestra. And that's the oldest thing I ever played on Very Good Music. But this, I mean, this this track is older than you, dude. And uh, uh, to by correct two myself, years. this is by two yeah, years. This is game intro, game intro from Comic Bakery. Uh, the game is called Comic Bakery. Um, and yeah, uh, two years older than you, two years younger than me. Um, <laughs> 
and uh, composed by somebody who we we really kind of first talked about besides our conversation with Barry on our our episode last week. Like yeah, you mentioned, last Martin week. Galway. And listening to this track, I think it's it's kind of obvious why he is considered one of the masters uh, up there with Rob Hubbard and guys like that. Because uh, actually, even before Rob Hubbard, um, this he, I mean, th- this track is almost forty years old. Yeah, the fact that this was composed in nineteen eighty four. And sounds like this, and is this freaking epic and dope, dude? Like, the back half of this track, when it gets into the slides and shit, like, I was saying, this is freaking perfect. It's so good. It's so, and it doesn't, you know, drone on for as long as some of the more epic tracks we've listened to. Like yeah, some of the track. some of the Yoke and Hipple stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But man, you can hear. Uh, I mean, you can hear Yoke and Hipple in this. You can hear Jonathan Dunn. You can hear Chris Hules back. It just, it's so good. So good. And, and so you could tell it was uh, such an inspiration to later tracks. And um, it, the game sounds sounds bonkers. I mean, it sounds fun. Um, I don't know if it was on the season. Yeah, you're fighting off raccoons kind of game I would enjoy. It's crazy. Yeah, you're, you're the town baker and you're having to deliver bread and keep the raccoons in the factory from, <laughs> uh, you know, from, from stopping the machine and stealing all your bread. And <laughs> uh, the MSX version sounds both better and worse because you deliver croissants, not just bread. But also, it doesn't have this music in it. It's got some some weird like chip Yankee version doodle. of Yankee Doodle. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, give me this instead. Yeah. I don't care about Yankee Doodle. Give me this dude. Yeah. This. Uh, yeah. It's not the Fourth of July, man. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah. We, gotta have I mean, some, we know Yankee Doodle we have some, here. Uh, yeah. This, this. Give me some man. of this Konami in 1984. Konami goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Uh, it looks like developed by Imagine, published by Konami in 1984, which didn't know. Like I said, didn't know they were already doing stuff then. But uh, but yeah, this such a such a good track, dude. And I'm glad you enjoyed it. I knew it's you would. So sick. Yeah. No. Um. This blows my mind. Like this. This, this shouldn't exist in 1984. Of, this should not yeah. exist. Like video game music shouldn't have sounded like this in 1984. This sounds better than the NES, dude. It does. It does. I mean. It it's so clean, like it's already it it sounds so I don't know that Sid ship on the C sixty four. There's a reason that people are still making music with this thing, like this yeah. same hardware. When I get super high, this sounds like what I zone out to listening to on YouTube and just lose track of time. Nice, especially those slide moment. Like this sounds like what I put on to just literally get transported to other dimensions. I love this so much. Is Martin Galway, is he still alive? Is he still kicking? I got to look that up real quick. Well, I hope so. Jesus. Yeah, I hope so, too. I mean, you know, it, it, but it's been 40 years since he made this. No telling. Yeah, he's, he's fine. Okay, he's 57. He's fine. He's 57. He's 57. That means he's... he was, he was like, he was 18, 17 or 18 when he 60, made this track. 60, he was born in 66. So, yeah, he was, no, dude, he was 16 when he made this track. Ah, oh, six, dude, 16. <laughs> Good Lord, man. Oh. <sighs> One of those, you know, one of those guys, like a, like Beery. No, no, and, no, 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 uh, no, wait. Yusuke, Yusuke 66, 80, no, he was 18, my bad. 18, okay. Yeah, he All was right. 18, my bad. But still, but, damn, I mean, that's yeah. two years. I mean, last year 18. we listened to, uh, last year we, li- last, last week we listened to Parallax, um, and then, uh. Which was 86 when he was 20. Mm-hmm, yep, and now Comic Bakery, and yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna have to to get into this sometime i yeah, wonder and, and it's crazy like i think we're gonna do a f- spotlight on him at some point in the future but like 
He does have something from 1983. I was wondering. Okay, he's got a couple. <laughs> nice. I wonder if we could, if we could find, if we could get a hold of him. I'm sure that Barry. would be so cool. Barry, could maybe, help. maybe yeah. so. This would, that would, maybe yeah. So, man. We might have to try to pull so that good. off. This would be fun to do. Yeah, yeah. You would nerd out on that one, I think, for a lot of things. I, I think. Well, you know, and it's funny because Galway is not one who was on my radar for for a long time. Um, just because C64 is so far kind of outside of my, my regular zone, and that's what he did a lot of his best work on. But um, I'm going to have to dig into him after this. I'm going to have to do some deep diving on, uh, on <laughs> Mr. Galway. It's worth um, it. Yeah, man, that takes us to... And by the way, this block... Man, so weird. Just like just like your second block, it's so diverse. Uh, goes so many different places. It does. And it's all real good stuff. But uh, I think the first and third blocks are definitely superior. But the second one that we're about to get into is also it's it's pretty cool, man. Um, talking about sliced bread from Boomerang Foo, a game that was first brought to our attention by. By one of our listeners who seems to have liked this game soundtrack so much that he had, they actually created like two different accounts. Yeah. And left they, comments They wanted to talk shit about our episodes and how, how bad they were and that we needed to play music from Boomerang Foo. And that would yep. make so the Zoe episodes or, better. Uh, yep. Zoe or Louise or whichever. Uh, if you're out there, <laughs> here it is. Boomerang Foo. If you're still this listening, not, leave us not, a comment. Not, let us know. The, not the first time we played it. This is like the second or third time Boomerang Foo's been on the show now since then. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this track, I was really glad when I saw that there was a track called this from this game and I was really glad that when I listened to it it was good like yeah, I no, really this love this like this dirty funk kind of thing going on it's uh it's just got a real nice groove to it um this game looks wild it's a uh, it's like mo on mobile and steam I think right yeah. did I see that yeah that um, seems right mm -hmm. yeah it's um it, it's switch just is, kind of a switch as well oh, it's not on mobile it's on everything oh, it's actually okay. just just not mobile it's on everything oh, okay look at that wow okay um, but it looks like you just kind of run around and throw boomerangs at each other. And you, yeah, you're, it's you're like a Suedo fighting game somehow. Mm -hmm. Suedo? Did you just say Suedo? Yeah. It's, it's Sudo, dude. Whatever. <laughs> Sudo, that's all right. That's all right. Suedo. Oh, I've never heard that. That's Suedo. I like that. I'm going to start saying that instead. Uh, it does look like one of the characters you can play as is a slice of bread. So, you know, sliced bread makes sense. Um, Sudo. Not a, not a whole <laughs> hell. <laughs> You're looking up the pronunciation. Sudo. That's so funny. Sudo. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you also say distribute instead of distribute. So I don't know, you Ohioans and your and your pronunciations. Distribute. <laughs> distribute. Yeah, distribute. You, know? you, 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 you distribute things. You distribute them you around. Know? You're putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm glad we're vamping though, because I don't have a whole lot to say about this track. It's just, it's just good. It's a good, solid, groovy track. I could, I could listen to this for a while, playing, you know, playing a level, which I'm sure is how it's designed. When we pulled the soundtrack up initially after those comments came in i think we it's not that long of a soundtrack right? it's only a couple tracks it's really not yeah. yeah it's really not um and i'm not familiar with these uh these composers this says featuring marsky or yeah fe so featuring marsky but I, I don't know what that's Marsky's about like what the feature is a, but... a composer i looked them up um okay zorsi is as well but yeah paul paul kapetko is the one that's like credited as the main composer like the lead. i think these yeah, other okay. two just helping out yeah okay but yeah i don't not familiar with uh paul kapetko or these other two uh but some you know yeah solid or is it Kopitko? solid soundtrack uh i would say kapetko me too but, but i don't know you, you know. say anything's wrong so 
<laughs> yeah, that's all right though, man. That's all right. You and you're, the way you say stuff. I don't Sad, know. I won't be in Ohio but, much longer. Uh, so that's right. That's right. And you'll be a Westerner packing those, up uh, and packing up and <laughs> heading out somewhere else again. Go now. Go west, young man. Go where the wind takes me. But um, but speaking though of sliced bread and Did talking we, about oh, I guess we are speaking of it because of the name of this track. I was like, were we speaking of sliced bread? But I guess we were. Well, and because one of the you know one of the characters you see there is a slice of bread. Um, another indie game where you play as a slice of bread, and I actually I I, I might own this game. I think it might have been free on Epic at one point. I think Seven. It this sounds game. so crazy. It's like a 3D platformer where the point of the game is you are a slice of bread and you are trying to become toast. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> as this song very clearly spells out. It alludes the, to from, that very very distinctly in the yeah, lyrics. From I Am Bread, we are listening to Oliver Age 24, I Am Bread. That's the name of the track. Which, <laughs> I mean, you know, on the nose, which again, the lyrics are as well. Uh, seems to have been composed by Black Heron, who is the main composer on the soundtrack, and the vocalist here is Oliver Age coming 24. from the you know <laughs> from modern Britpunk is Oliver Age yeah. twenty four. <laughs> this this is so fun, man, and I knew you love it. <clears throat> I am bread. I mean, kind of like pumpkin pie, even yeah. though it's not nonsense lyrics. It's Soon so like he's being so <laughs> real and like so sincere. And it sounds just so epic, and it's so silly. I love, I love the, lot, the lyrics make the song, dude. Like it's, it reminds me of that one we closed out of the, um, oh, the one that I brought from Monster Prom, featuring the two yes. rappers like joking around. Yes, very, absolutely. very tongue in cheek lyrics. Like, dude, I love it so much, and I love it because they're they're basically just summarizing the story in a mundane way, and and they're doing it in such an epic, fa- epic fashion. And I love things like that. That's, you know, the, again, I'm going to use the word again. That Maybe it's a new one for me. Juxtaposition. You know, these two things that are seemingly different, and yet when you put them together, it works super well. Like peanut butter and mayonnaise, you know? It's like... No! It's, believe it or not, dude, I don't know what it is. It works. No. I was Okay, I got, I got a story. So back when I was teaching, uh, I was teaching summer school one, one year, and I had, you know, the pranksters, the, the rotten kids, my kind of people. Um, but there was this kid, and he, he, he told the class that it, his favorite snack was a peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwich. And we all were like, exactly like you said, what? No. What, what, what are you even talking about? And he said, no, guys, I am serious. I'll prove it to you. And we all thought he was trolling us. He brought a peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwich. He, he actually made the sandwich in class, peanut butter and mayonnaise. And um, the mayonnaise was in a cooler, everybody. So, yeah, but he brought it out, made it, took a huge bite. And he's like, I dare any of you to try this and tell me it's not great. And dang it, it was really good. I have never made it again, um, but because it was gross. It, it will. It wasn't. I just I never think to do it. But uh, I also I don't know, like, I don't know the ratio. It's got to have more peanut butter and just like a little bit of mayonnaise in it. But it's like. I could see you playing with the ratio and, uh, you know, coming up with some, I would, honestly, if anybody out there tries it, let me know what you think. But it's, I, I, I would recommend at least giving it a shot. But there's two things I put with peanut butter. That would be jelly or marshmallow fluff. <laughs> okay. Uh, I could Not also see maybe Nutella though. or like chocolate, you know, like okay, chocolate maybe. spread. I don't really put chocolate. <laughs> like I don't mix chocolate and peanut butter together, but like I like Reese's. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't, man? 
Ah, there you go. Reese's. You're a Reese's person. You're not alone in that one, though. That's, uh, I think it's like 50-50 Reese's and Reese's, but... <laughs> it's Reese's. It's funny, though. I hear more Southern people say Reese's. I, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't heard as many uh, many Northerners say it like that. My, that's, my, I that's don't funny. really... I don't know. My accent... I, I, again, I've lived all over, so I pick up things from all over the place. That's true. That's true. I had a friend in college who... So she says Reese's Pieces... Uh, she says orange juice. It's like or, not orange juice, but orange juice. And she calls uh, M and M's M M's. Oh yeah, no, M M's with the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know M and M's. Um, I can say that one right at least. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm glad that all of our um, all of our detours in this block have at least been about food. Yeah. <laughs> Because, again, I don't have a whole lot to say about this track, except that it's awesome. And I could listen to it over and over again. It's it's so fun. Best part was when he starts crying about the toaster being broken. Yep. I'll use a yes, radiator. The becomes, I'll use a radiator. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I really don't know what my favorite track of this episode is. It's got to be, but it's between Pumpkin Pie, Comic Bakery, and I am, and this this track from My Bread. It's, yeah, I think for me it's Comic Bakery. Yeah, I could. I mean, it was such a good find. I think for me, a Pumpkin Pie edges everything else out. But nice. This has been a really fantastic episode. Great music, a lot of fun. I'm, I'm glad it turned out like this. Yeah, I I had fun. I'm glad. I was telling you, we always bring such a spread, right? I know that's kind of something we've been talking about more recently in terms of genres. Yeah, spread. Like peanut butter? Yeah. Yeah. Or just a spread <laughs> of food. But, um, there you go. Or yeah, a spread. Nice. Nice spread. There you go. We always have this just massive list of genres and styles and vibes. It's so cool. It wouldn't almost feel like a normal episode if we didn't have that anymore, especially for these yeah. themed episodes where we can just go wherever we want to go. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. I, I really enjoy that. It's and I discover so much great music uh, that that you know always packs my radio hour list, and yeah. then I have a really nice d- a variety to pick from. Um, and we're not done with that diversity yet because your closeout track, man, is really good stuff and very different. Yeah, I so. Obviously, we haven't really had like a, a nice cinematic track on the episode today, I don't feel. And no, uh, we really haven't. this one fits the bill nicely. So the game that we're closing out with, the, the one that this track comes from, is actually Madden. So it's a sports game. And you wouldn't think that, know that, whatever. Like if you just heard this track and I didn't tell you it was from Madden, you would never know that. Madden NFL 19 is probably my favorite Madden game to release in the the long series of of Madden games. I mean, we go back to like the mid 90s when Madden first started. There's been some good Maddens. It's like the, the late 90s. There were some good Maddens. But Madden 19 to me stuck out the most because of what it included. So I like sports games. I think I, I know that I've mentioned that before. Um, you know, I always play MLB The Show. I like playing Madden. I like playing NBA 2K. I like, I love college football, like the NCAA football game. Like, I'm so stoked that we're coming back next year. But I always get into them and, like, I play through the franchise modes. I do, I never get on, because I'm not competitive, right? I'm not a competitive gamer. I've never been. That's why I don't play FPS. I know I've talked about that. But I don't, like, for sports games, I don't like jumping online and just playing random people. I either, like simming franchise modes playing through the game and just having fun or playing with friends but madden nfl 19 included a story mode and the story mode was titled long shot homecoming and long shot is the nickname of the character that you play 
the story mode as. And it's super sick, dude. Like you play through basically his college career. Like you get to pick which college you want. There's two, three, four. There was either eight or 12 colleges they let you pick from. And I mean, that's not much, right? But they had most of the big schools that are usually at the top of the football rankings at the end of each season. Like they were like Ohio State was there. Um, you know, Michigan, Alabama, Clemson, the big names. They were all of Texas. They were all available to choose from. Oklahoma, Florida, um, and whichever one you picked, right? Like you went through a sim, not playing through every game, but you got to play through certain games of the college season, which was also sick because it was the first game that really brought back some of the college feel that the NCAA games had, the NCAA football games had. Um, but the story mode tells this really intricate and, and somewhat deep on certain levels. I think, uh, who's that guy? Uh, he's very famous. Long shot homecoming director. Um, Stan oh, no, something? This is very far outside of my area of expertise. So is yeah, it <laughs> Stan? Um, maybe not. I thought there was, I thought this, like somebody came in and helped them direct it. But there's, there's a gentleman that I can't think of his name. Maybe he worked on the NBA 2K ones instead and it wasn't Madden. Or maybe he helped them with that. But either way, like, they put together this story. Obviously, I think most of the listeners know another thing that I really like to bring is emotional pieces of music. And I feel like the track we're going to close out with goes very nicely, unknowingly, with the track that you opened us up with from Undertale, Home which had a nice nostalgic feel to it. This particular yeah. track also has that same feel and it's super emotional. It you would never know this was from a sports game, but I love that it's from Madden. Well, I told you it, it sounds like it could be from like an emotional scene in something like remember the Titans. Like yeah. it's got that, that inspirational sports story sound to it. And it's, you know, it's different from, from the, the sad or pensive or nostalgic songs in like, you know, in, in some other kind of genre like fantasy or drama or something like that just there's a certain sauce that goes into inspiring sports scores and this this has that um and i think paired with the album art of the sunsets and the and the stadium lights and the the field and everything very traditional texas high school football feel or you know just whatever you're used to i mean just yeah just classic american high school football feel man it's like uh it's that's it's super evocative and a very, very nice way to end the episode, I think. Yeah, I agree. I think so, too. And we get to get ready for our own Thanksgiving, um, like I said, in just a couple days. That's right. Hopefully this posts right. near Thanksgiving. I hope it does. I, I hope, hope so, too. That would be, be really cool. Yeah, I hope it does. That'll be a goal. I can't make any promises, but that, that at least that, that's the hope. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I hear you, man. I hear you. Well, I, uh, other than the usual, go check out my daughter, Shoot Kapow, on YouTube. I don't have anything else to plug. I think just, you know, everybody listening in America, happy Thanksgiving. Everybody uh, outside of the States, um, uh, you know, happy end of November. <laughs> Indeed. Happy another day. <laughs> happy another day. That's right. Exactly. That's right. Happy BG Mania release day. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, uh, all right, well, I guess that'll unfortunately bring us to the close of the show for this week, then. We do want to thank you for sticking with us, listening to another episode of BG Mania, made possible, of course, by RPGR.com. 
If you like video game music, and more importantly, you like us and you want to help us grow the show, check the description box for ways you can do just that, including a link to join our Discord community. Click it, join it, and interact with us. Taking us out of the episode, we're going to be listening to a very fittingly named track titled Thanksgiving from Madden NFL 19. Again, the story mode, which was titled Long Shot Homecoming. This released on August 10th, 2018 and was composed by John Debney. Keep the music playing and keep it loud. 